Chapter 1 I don't see why I have to go, I said. I spoke quietly, forcing my voice to be calm and trying not to upset my mother. The funeral, yes, I went to that so that the whole family could be together, but this is just some lawyer reading the will. There's not going to be anything in it that affects me. I can't see why they couldn't just send the will out or email it. The whole idea struck me as so old-fashioned. Everyone gathered in a dusty room like in the climax of one of Agatha Christie's Hercule Poirot mysteries. Not that I didn't enjoy mysteries. In fact, I loved them, from the Encyclopedia Brown and Hardy Boys books when I was a kid, to the more complex stories I read now by Ian Rankin and Robert Wilson. Trouble was, this sounded like it was going to be less of a mystery and more of a really boring afternoon. Actually, I wasn't as dead set against going to the will reading as I must have sounded to Mom. It was just that I had spent the days after my grandfather's death ignoring what I wanted to do and doing what everyone else wanted. I felt totally overwhelmed. It was like I was drowning in this tsunami of raw emotion, and I needed a break. I didn't dislike my grandfather, although as a little kid I had been scared of the gruff old man who had that old person smell. I simply didn't share everyone else's hero worship of him. Oh, he was nice enough, always gave us good gifts on birthdays and at Christmas, tried to attend our school plays and sports events. He had done interesting things, like being a pilot in the war and all, but lots of people did stuff like that. I suppose the problem was not with Grandfather, but with the way other people built him up out of all proportion. My brother DJ, for example... At the funeral, he had stood up and made a long, tearful speech about how wonderful Grandfather was and all the incredible things he had done in his life, as if DJ knew what the old guy had done decades before he was even born. I wanted my own life back, and I really couldn't see the point of going to the will reading. The problem was that I was being rational and reasonable, but Mom made it personal. Stephen I know Dad and you didn't see eye to eye, but I'd like you to come along. For me. I knew then that I'd lost the argument. For a start, my name's Steve. Every time Mom calls me Steven, I feel like I'm five years old again. And playing the do-it-for-me card was the clincher. Mom had been an emotional wreck these past few days. She was continually red-eyed, and I had heard her walking around the house in the middle of the night, a sure sign that she was upset and couldn't sleep. How was I supposed to turn her down? Okay, I said, swallowing the urge to argue. I'll come for you. Thank you, she said. I wish you had got to know him better. He really was an extraordinary man. I've got to go, Mom, I said hurriedly, before she launched into another recitation of all the wonderful things my grandfather had done. I really need to update my resume if I'm going to get a job that pays enough for me to go to Europe this summer. I thought, but didn't say, and lets me get away from the family for a few weeks. All right, dear, Mom said, leaning over and kissing me on the forehead. I disappeared upstairs as fast as my legs could carry me. For ten minutes, I stared at my resume on the computer screen. It didn't belong to someone on the fast track for a Nobel Prize or a career as the CEO of IBM, a summer working at McDonald's last year, a couple of years getting up at the crack of dawn for a paper route, 
a few weeks here and there stacking boxes at the local grocery store, and, if I stretched back far enough, playing Lego and video games with the kid down the road while his parents escaped to a movie, all for minimum wage. I had $932.78 saved, almost enough for the airfare to Europe if I was lucky, but I was going to get awfully bored if I couldn't afford to leave London Airport and really hungry if I didn't eat for three or four weeks. I needed a high-paying job, and I needed it fast. Otherwise, my dream of traveling in Europe was looking more and more like a lost cause, at least for this year. I think the obvious impossibility of what I was trying to do was the only reason Mom wasn't freaking out about my plan to go to Europe on my own at age 17. Next year we'll be here before you know it, she said. Save up this summer. We can still have a break, up at Dad's cabin on the lake for a week or two.